when would you need clapping outside of a podcast? Well, you did reference rule 34, so this could be a very dirty story. <laughs> it was a video. Oh, so it is rule 34. <laughs> what? <laughs> I needed applause for what I had just done, guys, and I was just not getting any. Actually, it wasn't audition tape, so that's a very specific kind of rule 34, possibly. <laughs> And we're back. This is the first episode of Future Chat of 2017. How are you guys doing? Mike, are you doing well this year? I am doing well. It's been a pretty good year so far. Glad to hear it. Nick, how about you? I'm getting sick. Oh, man. I feel like I've been sick for the last month, possibly the last two months. Well, it depends on what kind of sick we're talking about. Because if it's mentally sick, then... Years. Yeah. (laughs) What if it's like awesome sick like you know how in high school you're like oh sick (laughs) oh i remember high school 10 years ago when sick was a thing if you're that kind of sick that's that's a good thing yeah i mean it's getting towards being over 10 years ago which is true it's scary mike you sounded like you wanted to elaborate on how well you were doing i was i was just gonna say there isn't much that could have happened in the eight days of 2017 but so far it's been good yeah knock on wood (laughs) I am. I predict that in approximately two more weeks, things are going to hit the fan <laughs> globally, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I don't want to take up too much time with with pleasantries here. Let's let's get down to business. We have we have quite a bit of that. Somehow that activated Siri. I don't know how, but um, you guys got some Christmas gifts that uh, I assume we want to discuss. So oh, we um, do. Why don't we start with Nick? What did you get for Christmas? I got a Fitbit Charge 2 from the lovely Kaya, friend of the show. That's and, really nice. And it's great. Good. Like, um, I think I've talked about this on the show before when discussing wearables. I The exercises I do are varied enough that I wanted something that tracked heart rate well. Because mm-hmm. uh, I go for walks and that's a lot of steps, but not a lot of kilometers. I go for bike rides, which are a lot of kilometers, but no steps whatsoever. And I also like to do resistance training, which is no distance at all, Mm. but it's still calories burned. And without heart rate tracking, that's really difficult to do. And so I have the Charge HR now, and it's great. Nice. Now, point of note here, that's the most smartwatchy Fitbit that they have. No, no, no. That's that's a different one. Yeah, they do. I'm thinking... The Blaze or something like that? Yeah, the Blaze is now like basically an apple watch clone at least that's what it looks like um yeah with or without pokemon go (laughs) without Without. uh so but the charge 2 is the most smart watch functionality but still considered to be a fitness tracker like Hmm. because i i believe correct me if i'm wrong nick but you can get notifications for various apps and phone activity yes though that i have not mastered that yet (laughs) (laughs) what is there to master getting the notification set up <laughs> as in you just haven't gotten around to it yet oh i flicked a couple buttons and it hasn't worked and i've been like eh, it's not that important <laughs> oh i also yeah. really like it does uh, sleep tracking which yeah. i've also really wanted to do and i very much appreciate the silent alarm yeah it's great yeah, i haven't because... actually i haven't worn my watch to sleep yet but uh it it sounds good and i feel like i should at least try it a few times before realizing it's impossible i like it a Um, lot because uh 
Like it, it allows me to wake up without waking up my significant, my significant other. Mm-hmm. The, the, there's a learning curve to it though. <laughs> Cause the first time I wore it and did the silent alarm thing, I, I had my left arm reached way over to where Kaya, like where Kaya's pillow was. <laughs> and when it makes contact with a pillow and your head is on the pillow, that makes a surprising amount of perceived noise. And so the first morning, Kyra was like, I hate that so much. So it, it's, a, it's a vibration. It's not making any sound, but the vibration goes through the pillow. Yes. Okay. Which, and vibration is yeah, sound. It's so. sound. Well, vibration, once it enters Over the 20 medium, hertz, vibration is sound. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's over 20 hertz. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're enjoying it and getting useful stuff out of it. And I don't think... It doesn't have a screen, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, it does have a screen. Oh, what is it? Does it display the notification that you get? Um, like, ish? Or does it just say you have a notification? Nick, Nick wouldn't know. <laughs> Do you know, Mike? Would you be able to fill us in? No, I wouldn't. Okay. I'd, I'd like to know just as much as you would. Because I would imagine... That's really funny, a, like, though, Mike. I appreciate that. <laughs> if, if it functions as a pager... Uh, then it seems pretty useless. But if it functions so, as a smartwatch, then it's good. The way that other fitness trackers get around that issue is like I had one for a short while. I don't even know if I had ended up talking about it on the show because I had it for so shortly. But they'll have either LEDs and or vibration patterns mm-hmm. to tell you what notification you're getting. Yeah. So you set it up within the app to say for Facebook show blue leds and vibrate once for twitter show a blue and a red led and vibrate twice or whatever so so they'll have configurable patterns that you can set up um but because the charge 2 has like essentially a full watch screen i'm sure it can tell you a lot more information than just lights and vibrations Hmm. but yeah i'm curious to know what what they're like we actually gave uh Maria's sister, the same, the same fitness tracker. Okay. Um, she's in high school right now, so she does a lot of sports and I'm sure a lot of her friends have the same, the same Fitbit. So mm-hmm. she's pretty excited to get it as well. And she's really liked it so far. Right. I know, That's I know that I found, too. yeah, we'll, we'll get to you in a, in a moment, Mike, cause you, you have some feelings as well on this, but, um, in terms of my notifications that I get on my watch, I know they're a lot more useful when the app that is sending them can also give some something more substantial in the kind of back end of the app if you want it. And most of them don't. There are a few that do, like Facebook Messenger is one where you can actually see the context of the message and then go and reply to it. Whereas getting like a Slack message, you can't you can see it and you can go back in the conversation, but you can't send a message back. So it's not as useful. Um so yeah, I can imagine get if I if it was just a notification, unless it was something like a weather, like a storm warning or something, then it's less than useful because you want the ability to at least interact with it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This one, it is a, an actual, like I'm trying to figure out how I can show you the screen. A screenshot. Also, if you, yeah, thanks Rob. In the notes. If you tap later. twice, it also theoretically anyway, <laughs> um, you can, cycle through a bunch of quick notifications like okay that there time number of steps and then 
Heart rate is 83. Although I'm sitting, I'm worked up about something. <laughs> <laughs> 0. 0.45 kilometers, 840 calories burned, zero stairs climbed. I need to remove that because I don't actually care about number of stairs climbed. <laughs> and zero minutes of strenuous activity, but 250 steps this hour, which is supposed to be wow. like the hourly get up and move thing, mm. which is helpful when I'm at home. But when I'm at work, it's just wholly irrelevant. Man, yeah. when I'm at work, my goals are just always whoosh, just doing really well. Yeah, yeah. I think that means your goals are too low, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. They're, they're reasonable goals when I'm not yeah. in a retail work environment. Mm. That was one thing about that I kind of had a revelation about when I got the watch that could do heart rate tracking and like try to estimate calorie counts is that uh, when you're wearing something that is constantly tracking your heart rate and it can do kind of base calorie, like if your heart rate goes up 10 or 15 beats per minute, you're going to be burning more calories than if it's just at... 50 or 55 or 60 or whatever your resting heart rate is then show off with your 55 you, <laughs> resting heart rate i think it's like 58 uh it depends how much i'm uh, if i'm fully fully rested i think it gets down around 55 but that almost never happens um but i end up burning like especially now that there's a pokemon go app that is actually a workout um i'm burning through calories because it tracks much more accurately when you have the workout running and i end up getting like if i walk around the block i get like 80 calories or something <laughs> it's like because it's it's part of your metabolic rate too right and so my my calorie goal right now is like 590 calories per day and if i'm if i do over two or three, uh it's supposed to be active calories but like okay. calories during workout Right. Um, but if I'm doing, if I do like two or three walks with the Pokemon Go app running a workout, then I easily kill that goal every single day. And if I mm. don't use, if I don't do workouts and it's only tracking intermittently, then I usually don't get anywhere near it unless I'm walking a ton, which is, yeah. Mm. But uh, so Mike, you also got a Christmas gift. Do you want to tell us about it? I did. Do you also, I want to hear the story of how <laughs> you got it so i can also provide more context because future I think chat yeah. ruined your oh speaking of sorry i have i have a story on exactly that uh exactly that subject because mm -hmm. we were talking about fitness trackers a while ago and kaya wanted to get me a fitness tracker <laughs> and so at the end of one of our episodes she's going oh so uh what'd you talk about today i was like oh we talked about fitness trackers oh so uh <laughs> What did what did everyone have to say on the matter? I, like, I don't know. I don't remember these things. <laughs> she's like, I, didn't care like, about I, that I zoned part. out. Yeah. She's like, well, which is the best one? It's like I don't know how to answer that question. Like, what do you mean? What's the best one? She's like, oh, okay, Jesus, I'll just do it myself then. I guess. <laughs> I mean, she could listen. I don't. To be fair, theory. to be I'm fair, not Nick, ask her to do that. To be fair, Nick could have listened as well. But. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, no, but so what I told her later was, because you know me pretty well, I assume, guys. You know that I I can tend to take questions very literally. Yeah. And just... There's no best. It's, yeah, lots objective of community. Well, that's what I... My thought process when she said, what's the best one? It's like, I can't possibly answer that question. I can tell you which <laughs> which the my favorite would be and which would be best suited to my needs, but I can't tell you which the best one is. Like, what a ludicrous question. <laughs> It's oh, like when, good. 
Like when she tells me to put away the dishes or do the dishes. Like, I washed the dishes. Task complete. She's like, <laughs> I wanted you to put away the finished dishes at well. It's like, that is not washing the dishes. <laughs> That is putting away the dishes. You are a computer program right now. <laughs> I, in a lot of cases, yes. I like yeah. to think that I'm nicer than a computer program, but... Sure, yeah. Yeah, exceedingly literal. And that's how... <laughs> that's the first way in which I ruined Christmas this year. Yeah. Now, Mike, how did I ruin Christmas for you? It, it was actually me that ruined Christmas for oh, me. Oh, okay. At, at least... So I thought initially, so this is actually a fairly long story, so I won't get too deep into it, but essentially there was, actually I think it was the last show we did before Christmas. Mm. We talked about- Either the last or the second last. I think, no, it was the last one because it was when, it was the day that we talked about when Pebble got pot by Fitbit. Oh, right, right, right. And so she said, oh, where'd you go? How was your show? And I was like, oh, it's good. You know, we talked about uh, how Pebble got bought by Fitbit and how they're discontinuing their their product line. She's like, really? She's like, so what am I going to do with the Pebble I just bought you for Christmas? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, uh, I, I guess you can return it. Because, <laughs> you, you know, like, I, I didn't want to rely on this product continuing being supported. No, right. Not that there's any guarantee for any other product, but when it's already been bought and they've basically said at some point these will stop working, Yeah, it's just not something you want to initially invest in if you have the, the choice. Um. So anyway, she's like, oh, I guess I'll just return it, whatever. And I was disappointed. I was like, well, that would have been nice. Like, I guess it's good we caught it so that I didn't yeah, open it yeah. up. And it's like, oh, by the way, they got bought. But anyway, a couple of weeks went by. And, you know, she's she's kind of doing this thing where she's like, oh, I'll just buy you this, like, head shaver or something. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I guess that, that's, that's nice. It's a good replacement gift. Um, <laughs> you do need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I, anyway, Christmas rolls around and I open up my head shaver. So I'm like, oh, so that, that wasn't to throw me off the lead. That, that, was, a, that was a real gift. Okay. <laughs> so then, so then there's a couple more gifts. Sorry, by and the way, like, your head is looking great today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, we used this head shaver last week. Oh, we beautiful. It today too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's, there's two more gifts left. She's like, oh, this one's for you. So I open it up and it's like, it's like a Licenza bag. And I'm like, oh. This is oh my oh save it for the after show <laughs> and so i open it up and there's a gear s2 inside the bag and i'm like oh, what so anyway she she explains that she never did buy a pebble mm-hmm. this whole time she said that to throw me off the real one. Oh, yeah. that's yeah scamp. i know right <laughs> so here i thought this was like the backup gift but no she had that the whole time yeah and uh, she she discloses that she talked to Rob to, yep. to get some immediately insight. after we finished recording. I, w- I had gone to the drugstore and I got this <laughs> frantic text like, "Is he going to want this? I don't I don't know. We talked about this and he said he didn't like it. I was like, "Of course he's going to love it." <laughs> yeah, and and it was it, the 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 S two is the one that I would buy for myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like I I was thinking about it because we've talked on the show lots of times how there is no perfect smartwatch exactly for well me. six months from now there's going to be a better one no matter when you buy. Not only that, but for the stuff I wanted where it was like battery life as well as GPS as well as cellular connectivity, like you're not going to get all of them. No. So this one has Wi-Fi connectivity, which I really liked. So you can leave your phone wherever in the house. And as long as it's on the same Wi-Fi now, I don't Mm -hmm. even know it has to be on the same Wi-Fi, but... It has to be on the same Wi-Fi. I think with this one, it says if the phone has connected to the Wi-Fi in the past, the watch can as well. So I don't know if I've connected to my work Wi-Fi and my home Wi-Fi and my phone's on my home and my watch is on my work. I don't know if they can both connect. But either way, I only care if 
they're both on the same Wi-Fi. Like, right. if, they, if I'm at home... I'm 90% sure they have to be on the same network because the the watch doesn't connect directly to the network. It connects to the phone. But it does, though. Like, like, on my watch screen, it shows, like, the Wi-Fi signal strength of the watch. Right, because and it's what connected network? to the network, but right. it's connecting to the phone via the but network. But I don't think it is. Turn I, your phone off and try to do something, and I promise oh, you it no. won't work. <laughs> no, that's... No, that's... Okay. I, I know I see what you mean. I, I haven't okay. tested it, so so that probably is the case. But yeah. either way, I yeah, just yeah. want it so that I don't have to it's always good. be in Bluetooth range because right. the Bluetooth can drop in and out all the time. But I still mm-hmm. want my watch to work and get notifications yep. and stuff. So it has that, and it's got really good battery life as well. It's got like right now I'm getting I can get three full days if I want to, but I usually go for like one and a half to two days. No, are I, you? I, are you happy with that battery life? Because that's about yeah. what I'm getting. And like, I mean, given that I usually f- charge my phone a couple times a day just because yeah. of how much I use it, I was thrilled <laughs> that yeah. an electronic <laughs> device would last yeah. days, actual days without a charge. And then it charges in like yeah. half an hour anyway. Yeah, I know exactly. Like I, I wanted at least a full day so I can put it on in the morning and get home and and have, go to bed and still have charge left on it so I could charge it overnight if I needed to. Right. This one does have sleep tracking as well. And so I do wear it at night. And then what I do is when in the morning when I get up, I throw it on the charger, get ready for work, take it off the charger, and by the time I take it off, it's at 100% again. So. Mm. Um, it's, that sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, so it's been working really well. Um, it has automatic fitness tracking as well. Like... It counts steps and then it will also detect if you're working out. Right. Like there was actually a time where I was playing with Emma downstairs and it was fairly active and it tracked 10 minutes of workout. It was like, great nice. workout. And I'm like, oh, apparently that was a workout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Maria was, Maria got one too. Like I, I bought her one that, like I said on, on the show before, we actually yeah. exchanged it for a gear S2 as well. Cause she liked my watch so much. Nice. Hers, uh, didn't work. So, <laughs> <laughs> But she was she was shoveling snow and it tracked a workout for her shoveling snow. Oh, I oh. bet it would. Well, yeah. So it's, sorry, it was I actually forgot real- this was Calgary, but <laughs> it still yeah. would track a workout. Yeah, so it's really cool. Like it it can tell when you're working out and then it will do your heart rate and all that kind of stuff as well. Nice. Which is pretty much like Rob. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Apple Watch doesn't do that. It gives you credit for exercise, but not. Not as much as if it's the, if there's a workout on, like if, if I go for a bike ride for a half, like the, the goal with the Apple watch is 30 minutes of exercise a day, like 30, 30 minutes of exercise as defined by whether you have a workout on and you're exercising, or if it just detects exercise. Uh, if I go for a exactly 30 minute bike ride and I have the workout app on, I will get those 30 minutes of credit. If I don't have the workout app on, Mm -hmm. I might get like eight. 10 or something but it won't necessarily get as high right um but if i do have the workout app on it it is crazy like it yeah it detects very very accurately whether you've worked out or not like if i take a break during that bike ride and there's a workout at workout on it won't count those minutes Hmm. but yeah it's and and that's a battery saving thing and presumably they'll as this matures they'll tweak it and let it let it automatically detect workouts because right now it's fully definitely a battery saving thing that it doesn't did you guys ever use google fit Mm. tried it i logged into it on my android phone i used it for a while and i found it was it was pretty good yeah 
But like another case in point as to why I wanted a heart rate tracker. Um, during the summer, there were a couple days this summer, I think when I helped Kai's cousins put in a French drain, which, wait, there was a French drain and there was weeping tile. I don't know if you're familiar with this at all, but I, it's a really cool concept. You, it's like a long tube, but with a bunch of holes in it. And then you gravel over the top so that when you get like in Calgary, you tend to get really short torrential downpours Mm. and it just wreaks all kinds of havoc with flooding and stuff like that when the ground's so dry that it won't take in water. So it flows into this hole and then it'll fill up the tube and then the tube lets it leak back out over time into the actual ground. So you're getting it into the water table rather than just letting it run away or sure run into your basement. So that day I moved a lot of rock around like, (laughs) like, you know, shoveling gravel into a wheelbarrow, moving that and then dumping it and then moving back and shoveling more rock, which was, it was a pretty strenuous day. And I remember looking at Google fit at the end of the day and it's saying, yeah, you didn't actually do that much work. And I'm like, why I oughta? You are wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and if we're going Three Stooges references, I go, oh, wise guy, eh? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Samsung yeah. has their S Health app, which is what the watch uses to for fitness tracking and stuff, and does the automatic sleep tracking as well through through S Health. And yeah, I've I've really enjoyed the experience of it. Like I could do a whole episode on my watch, so I don't want to go go too far into yeah. it. Yeah. We, we already we have covered already that done in half of that. We already that? covered that in future tech chat, like <laughs> yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, and and we, we, it it may come up in a different show. It may. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that show in a bit. Um. So, do you guys have any last any other thoughts on your new wearables, or we'll kind of see how this progresses, and we'll move on to actual stuff now that we're halfway through. These are spectacular gifts, and um, Mike, Maria, and Kaya great wives or best <laughs> wives ever definitely 1a and 1b for best wives oh no i oh. mean like sorry these are these are respective rankings you're ranking maria i'm ranking kaya <laughs> oh okay i see yeah no def- definitely best wives okay yeah yeah that's what i, I was gonna say one of each because unless nick got secretly married over christmas is that we're that common count? law partners and i'm just trying to like i'm not big into the labels guys oh, so i'm just trying to go for right, common right, parlance right, right, here right. It's, it's actually funny that you mentioned that because i didn't even blink at that i just was like yeah he's she's your wife like i didn't even it's i don't know weird uh, it's a very exclusive club it's a very fine line you're walking <laughs> it is rob is he really gonna call her his girlfriend that's just what uh, else would you call them i a wife why not it depends if i'm in a formal setting when the difference matters i'll say she's my partner okay they probably could file taxes as common they law. very easily they could. Do. do yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine that they would like i think it get i think benefits. it actually there was something it kicks in automatically once you've lived together for so long i think it's a year it's and very now soon kaya has stopped transferring continents every once in a while we <laughs> have actually hit that call yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I, w- I will say on the record just based on how the your conversations with your wives went um man i'm really starting to notice that my macbook air has 
it's it the the lack of power compared to the things I need it for is definitely becoming more noticeable. And those new MacBooks, ooh, they look good. Julia. <laughs> Who is My definitely is listening to the show right now. I, actually speaking of um speaking of gifts and disappointment after thereof, like having to return a gift and getting something yeah. that doesn't quite work out. Um we st- I still don't know what's happening with uh, my birthday gift from July, which was Amy Schumer tickets for November. Yeah, November 10th, which she ended up canceling. She ended up canceling her the Canadian leg of her tour because she got sick. And I still don't know what's happening. So I didn't get a birthday gift because <laughs> Amy Schumer canceled it. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry it's, to hear that, Rob. Yeah. It's funny because on, it was the last, no, two episodes ago of ATP, it was like a Q&A episode mm. and one of the questions was oh do your wives listen to the show yeah and i think all of them except for one listen like because yeah. like tiffany what is on a bunch of podcasts mm-hmm. and is so fairly podcast inclined i think john's listens casey's doesn't though yeah he's in but. because he has a different one where they where they don't talk about only technology and so she listens to that that's that was my oh, takeaway okay. from that um but i i if if Julia had a TLC show podcast, I would not listen to it. <laughs> so I don't really blame her. But see, now now that you've said talked about a new MacBook, you can tell Julia, hey, we talked about how uh, how I don't like my MacBook anymore. I, it's not that I don't like it anymore. It's that I am like when I tried to edit a video or well, specifically a video, actually, um, it didn't work. <laughs> oh, it wasn't well good as I for video expect. editing. Teeny little thing wasn't wasn't capable. Well, no, ex- but it used to be, and it. Oh, okay. It it is showing its age because resolutions getting better and frame rates are getting higher. And um, I honestly, I had a conversation with my parents. It was my dad's birthday on Friday, uh, and so I talked to them with video chat on my laptop, and they noticed that the they said the video was lagging a couple seconds behind the audio, and this is something that they, they never pointed out when we were talking on the tablet i haven't had a video call on my laptop in a while and they pointed that out and then the following day my sister and i talked on video on my laptop as well and she said the same thing so i'm like why is this why is the video lagging on this laptop like it might just need to be restarted but there might be it might be showing its age it's like five years old now four or five years old so it makes sense that it's starting to get uh get a little creaky yeah it is i think the second newest macbook air so (laughs) Yeah. If we're talking about old computers not getting updated. Well, mine's mine's the mid-2013 version mm-hmm. of the Air, which I had bought in October of 2013, I think. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's getting up there in age two. Yeah. So we were talking about talking about Rogue One, but Mike hasn't seen it yet, so maybe we'll hold off on having an yeah, actual we, discussion we on it. talk about Honestly, it. Honestly, I, I wouldn't count on me seeing it any time before it's a bootleg copy available like so. i will go and watch it with you like i this is something i would happily watch again at least in part because i thought it was going to be episode eight and like i knew better from the stuff i'd read about it before what do you mean episode eight do you mean like like, like no, episode like one, a non-prequel like a or like episode nine right like a follow-up to force awakens yeah i thought it was the next that's what i thought it would be force... too until i heard it oh. talk and then it. i i I got in there and immediately after the movie, I I looked it up on my phone. And I was like, 
Oh, <laughs> it takes place right before A New Hope. <laughs> that's why Darth Vader and Leia are in it. That's, a, that's why Darth Vader's alive. <laughs> Spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen the original Darth Vader's trilogy. alive. That's, that's yeah. the spoiler. Uh, Nick, do you want to quickly tell us about your my your misadventure that you posted misadventure. here? Mm-hmm. It's semi-miraculous that I'm talking to you guys today, actually. Wow. How does my feed seem? Not bad. Relatively good. Yeah. Not, not like, not great because it's, it's never great, but... better than usual. It's better than usual, yeah. yeah. I'm agree- in agreement. Yeah, you know what happened? I spent probably two hours of one of my days off talking with tech savvy support. Mm-hmm. And after, like, after a lot of troubleshooting, <laughs> they said to me, Hey, could you just, um, I just want to double check this. And it also shout out to tech savvy customer service. Mm-hmm. The guy I talked with was the nicest guy, like just, just wonderful. But he says, can you just swap out your ethernet cable for me? The one that's running. Cause I was hooked up directly to the modem and actually like mm-hmm. doing stuff. Yeah. And so he, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I swapped it out already because I like to try and troubleshoot these things before I actually call someone on it. <laughs> so I've swapped I've swapped out the Ethernet cord already, but we just got a new one gifted to us. Okay. Um, and so I was like, well, I'll just I'll use the brand new one because you know maybe. And then it started to work, and I went, oh no, <laughs> I have two Ethernet cables that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so. This episode brought to you by tech savvy cu- tech savvy customer service. So I swapped out confused. the Ethernet cable between the modem and the router. Yeah, who gave it, you this Ethernet cable as a gift? They're geniuses. How did they know you would need a third Internet cable? Well, no, it's because despite this change, Kai's computer still does not get along well with this particular router. Mm-hmm. After heavily searching the fora, there are instances where that particular wireless networking card does not work well with that particular router. Right. It seems to be magic. <laughs> I've tried everything that everyone has offered and nothing seems to work because I hate the Qualcomm Atheros blah, 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 Yeah. Whatever it is. Ah, I've actually wasted literal days trying to get that to work and it's just not... <laughs> So they gave us that Ethernet cable because it's particularly long. So it was being used to hook the router up to her computer for a wired connection. Yeah. Right. But we're also one service update or one servicing away from the no lemon guarantee at Best Buy. So (laughs) fingers crossed. Yeah. Like for the router? For the computer. Her her power supply keeps failing for whatever reason. Like on the laptop. On the laptop or the accessory? Uh, both, both have now been swapped. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but it was the worst part of the Ethernet connection was that the cable is just—I think it might be fraying or something like that—because mm-hmm. it was still, it still recognized that it was connected, but it wouldn't carry That's the annoying. internet signal. Huh. Right. So that might be why my connection is a little more stable. Huh. So oh, I was using to know. old Ethernet cords, cables, whatever. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the same. Yeah, so that so, was my, my misadventure this week. Yeah, we we don't have a ton of time left in the show, but we may as well get to what we're going to call, I guess, the, the goal is to call this future chat after dark. 
and I I don't do Nick. Do we need for this story? Do we need to like a parental advisory to not have children under what thirteen listen to this? 18, 21? I say under there, sixteen. This yeah? this podcast acknowledges the existence of sexually explicit material. Cons- Nick, consensual. I'm have to bleep that. Oh, <laughs> how can you say that? <laughs> consensual, healthy, whatever you want to say. Adjective safe. Mm-hmm. Taste tasteful, respectful. <laughs> Doesn't have to be tasteful. <laughs> don't don't take this too. We're far. actually discussing art as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's something you're uncomfortable with any tiny ears, any of you are dozens of listeners. Mm-hmm. You should you should uh save this for later. Yeah. When your parents aren't around. <laughs> <laughs> if if this is this is our naughty episode. <laughs> naughty. Okay, so guys, have you ever been in an art museum and looked at a painting? or a photograph, anything otherwise, a nude, and gone, wow, that is pretty That is pretty explicit. Where is the line? Or have you ever accidentally, of course, found yourself in a deep, dark corner of the internet and said, wow, the lighting is just stellar, and the shadow play, and, you know, the, the form, it's just... The cinematography. It's really wonderfully done. Or have you found yourself, and this exists... At the World Erotic Art Museum in Florida, uh, <laughs> Miami, South Beach, to be specific, and gone, well, where is the line? Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened to you guys? I have had that thought. I don't know that I've ever articulated it as well as that. Yeah. Well, there are researchers at the University of Western Ontario who are trying to find out what the difference is. And where the line is. Like, that's... Yeah, exactly. So... Mm-hmm. It's a lot like, I think Pandora analyzes music for like a bunch of really different and minute factors. And they're, they try and figure out what you like from analyzing the genome of the music you enjoy. Okay. Yeah, that's basically what they're trying to do. But with pornography and art to try and decide where the difference actually lies. I have supplied... I've supplied a link to the Indiegogo campaign they have that is trying to get the science funded because it is science, it is psychology, and as you might be able to imagine, this is a slightly more difficult sell to the <laughs> to funding organizations. Yeah. And I actually know the the person who wrote the websites they reference because they're definitely going for humor as a way to Mm -hmm. fund the campaign sure and it if if i'm looking at their fundraising goal and being honest (laughs) 1249 us dollars have been raised by 17 backers and their target is 50,000, and they have nine days left but it it, i should note i see here it's a flexible goal so they get the money no matter whether whether they reach the goal or not because this is indiegogo and not kickstarter oh that, that is true so I would like to see them get more money. Mm-hmm. You'd like to see that get bigger, is what you're saying? Yeah, I would. Uh, I would like to see our listeners, you know, just just fluff that number a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mike's Stimulate not growth. I, I'm not even. I'm not even going to go there, guys. <laughs> I I do like uh, I but, like the the perks, the names of the perks. The one dollar one dollar donation gets you premature access to the website. That's right. You can even. 
I think one of the fundraising goals, because what they do is they expose people to picture after picture after picture and ask them, they'll ask them, I think they ask them whether or not it's porn, but they also ask like really, really specific questions. A lot like captures actually. Sure. They're like, yeah. is this in the picture? Is this in the picture? What do you think this picture is? And one of them, one of the fundraising goals is you can have your picture included in the battery. <laughs> so I'm actually thinking, I'm debating <sighs> doing that one. So just to, to bring this back to, to the science angle, to reposition it, so to speak. Um, <laughs> I thought you said you weren't going to participate. Here you go. I, I, I cracked. I, I couldn't hold it in anymore. Um <laughs> So this this is very similar to like training a AI yeah. like image recognition. Yeah, and that's why we're talking about it on future chat. <clears throat> yeah, because like, like in, in all seriousness, this does sound like a very interesting research effort. Um, mm-hmm. Like I know, like Google. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's <laughs> Google. <laughs> no, if you allow me to continue, sure. <laughs> I don't know if you if you've seen. I don't know if it's an app or just a service you can sign up for where. You can volunteer to uh, train their image algorithms. Okay. Where you either identify words in pictures, like, like street signs or or whatnot, or handwriting, and you're basically interpreting these images and saying, "Oh, what's written here? Oh, what does this street sign say?" Um, because Google's always trying to improve their image algorithms as well. So, I'm not really sure. If this uh, research team is using an existing image recognition algorithm or if they're trying to develop their own, because, yeah, what they're asking people to do is to essentially train an algorithm. Yeah. But I I don't know if the idea is to train it to a point where it can do it itself or if the whole research project is just people identifying this stuff and and working with that data. I mean, you're you are training, training it to recognize what humans think. So that's. Yeah. That's a very tricky thing for a computer to do. Yeah. Now that said, I'll, we'll play a guessing game here. Um, one of there's there's one specific thing like is this in the picture that has a really really heavy influence on whether or not the picture is art or pornography. Can you take okay. a guess as to what that might be? And frankly, you might make accurate guesses, but I, yeah, I. Is blank in this picture, like, or is, are blanks in this picture? Let's genitalia. No, because that could show up in either. No, I know, but I think that's definitely a heavy factor. Yeah, like one where it doesn't a, versus where it does. I think that's a, go for a, go for not obvious. Uh, I don't. I want to ignore that advice before okay. <laughs> making my first guess, and say that it's similar to like how films are rated, and say an erect penis right. would be the line. Okay. But you could be talking about erotic art in which that Oh, of course you be. could. Yeah. But I think that's a gray area. That's kind of the point though. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? But ignoring your advice. I'll just I'll just tell you because this yeah, is just, actually just a terrible us. guessing game. We both guess. Trees. Trees? Question, what? Is there a tree in this picture? Do do they word it like is there bush in this picture? <laughs> no, actual like <laughs> outside trees. And oh. it, so we if there's a tree, it's art, or if there's a tree, it's pornography. I think people tend to think that it's art when there's a tree in the picture, but not because it's outdoors. Like I hope they've ruled out like outdoor pictures in a field apparently, with no trees versus. Apparently, when people are making art, they like to have trees in the background or perhaps I mean, foreground. I don't know. 
but yeah that's the bob ross way if it's art it's there's got to be trees well so rob do you remember the picture of me wearing a towel in your living room yes of course if only we had a tree there we could have we could have sold it for art there is a window with maybe there's a tree in the background somewhere oh maybe We we should go back and have a closer look is that why there is a plant in the background of your picture right now this is art. With this location chosen. <laughs> Actually, so, the plant was moved around when the when the router moved. But Okay. There, there's an interesting point made on the Indiegogo site where it talks about a bit more of their efforts and kind of what they're trying to train this algorithm or whatever. How it showed like a picture of a lady in a bikini. And it's like, you know, most people would consider this just a regular picture of someone in a swimsuit. And then it showed the same picture, but instead of the bikini it had like this bubbly red patchwork kind of thing where it showed gaps of the original picture but covering up the rest Mm -hmm. and it made it appear like there was no swimsuit shown just various parts of her body but people would consider that to be more pornographic than the one with the swimsuit because she looks naked where where she could be naked naked. like there's no clothes showing otherwise Right. But there's less, substantially less of her shown. Mm-hmm. So she's actually more covered up. But yeah. I guess your brain fills in the gaps with, I don't know if it's like a worst case or just whatever. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, oh, well, what, what's behind there, right? So it's it's kind of more like psychologically leading that way. And and they're I think they're trying to train or or research into that effect of, how the human mind works and what causes people to associate something with pornography versus versus not. And it's obviously all relative. Like you have some cultures where, you know, showing a part of your calf could be pornographic if that's what you're conditioned. Well, and I mean, if you're in the, the early 1900s, yeah, you're flashing those gams. Like I am. Yeah. So I'm not going to put this in the notes, although I could, if, if you guys agree to, um, doing a quick Google to come up with an example for the notes, if we wanted to include one of this, um, there is a subreddit called Bubble Naked that just has examples of this. <laughs> I don't think we need to link it, but it's fine. Well, I agree, it. but I agree saying it is enough <laughs> yeah. that if people want, there's also much more graphic things on Reddit if you want to go look. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think we want to start linking to Reddit. I could, people could get carried away. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with, uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Somewhat. No, let's not go to Reddit. Tis a silly place. <laughs> I'm talking about the Camelot bed. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this subreddit also has people putting up pictures with requests to have it bubbled. Because <laughs> apparently this is pretty difficult to do. Although I did oh. notice when I searched, I my Google search was just bubble nudity and it worked perfectly. Um, there are free <laughs> online tools to bubble your images. Oh, good. You don't say... <laughs> <laughs> marvelous yeah but yeah so i think i think just like in terms of the human mind and how humans perceive things because it's such a messy area in terms of data like it's an incredibly interesting project and i'm genuinely excited to see where it goes sure i see you it, grinning mike it's a ar- <laughs> it's it has aroused your interest you might say yeah my my interest is aroused mm-hmm I, I do like this project and like social psychology does get funded, but things of this nature in social psychology don't necessarily get a lot of funding. And so you end up having to go interesting routes and get creative to actually get funding. So this 
even if it doesn't get 100% of their goal, it's it at least prove, kind of proof of concept that people will fund something that if they kind of think it's, if there's a humorous slant towards it, but they're still actually trying to do something serious and Im- yeah. probably important in the overall scheme of things. Assuming mm. it's not their own money they've contributed. True. I mean. <laughs> Which I assume, I would assume it's not because that, that'd be. They'd be, be kind of dumb not to though, to at least boost their apparent fundraising Maybe. goal. Like they're getting the money back. So yeah, that's true. May as well. They should just fund it entirely themselves. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> if once it's funded it's going to get a lot more donations and so if you throw in 50,000 of your own dollars then of course people are going to donate to get even more clearly that's about what i have to say on the matter yeah but it's it's really interesting research it's like they're i know one of the guys who at least used to work on the project it's if you have like what five bucks 15 bucks please go fund it because sure. science. Yeah, yeah. That's what I have to say on the matter. Absolutely. Mike, what do you think? Do you have any closing remarks? About what? Mike had to quickly minimize all his browsers. <laughs> <laughs> not not quite, but thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was attending to something. Hmm, I was just teasing you. Yeah, thanks. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I do now, Rob. <laughs> I do now. I didn't. <laughs> I was just wondering if you had any closing arguments or thoughts on the project. If, if it's serious, which it, it appears to be, I think it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. And it's, no, the campaign is that, that they are yeah. seriously asking for funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really see the purpose of it. Like, I guess this falls under basic research, but... Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, this does not have a com- commercial purpose as of yet. Well, I, I can well, see a few for sure. <laughs> Like, I, I don't think it's research that hasn't already been done. Like, if if companies, like marketing firms or whatever, have done any of their own research or analysis on what people like or what people respond to, then, like, that's obviously a fairly large area of research already, I'm assuming, because that's essentially what advertising is based around already, is making ads as titillating as possible without being overtly pornographic. pornographic. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like I, th- I think that is fairly well understood. So I'm not sure what the purpose of this is, but like, right. I mean, th- I don't think there's any such anything as eh, any such thing as bad research, right? At least well, misguided. Like this, there is, but there's yeah. there's badly carried out research. But I think yeah. any any topics worth researching just for the sake of it. Yeah. Other than like unethical, like things that obviously don't fit ethics standards, but yeah. Um. Okay. Well, in that case, I feel like we're pretty much ready to close out the first episode of 2017. I think so too. I want to give a quick shout out to Falcon 9 and SpaceX and Elon Musk because... We didn't talk about them this week. We didn't talk about them, but because there's not anything to talk about yet because they're back in business as of tomorrow. We They took like a four-month break after they had that uh, that unfortunate refueling explosion on the launch pad. And so they looked into it. They think they have it sorted out. Something to do with vacuums and liquid oxygen, um, which, as we all know, is very flammable. So it, understandably, if there's an issue with it, it could cause an explosion. But they got it sorted out. They got uh, FAA approval to go. And as of right now, they're scheduled to do a, a satellite deployment tomorrow, January 9th. So we'll see because as of the 6th or 7th, when I last checked, 
it was uh, scheduled for today. It's now scheduled for tomorrow. So we'll see. But I think they still have like, there's something about there. I think that they're launching from California this time instead of uh, the usual either Florida or Texas. Uh, so I think they, they've been having launch windows of one second. So it's like if they don't launch it at that precise time, they have to mm. scrub. And so that's why it keeps getting pushed because if there's any kind of question about weather, they're just not going to do it. But I'm excited to see if it happens tomorrow. It's supposed to be 122 Eastern. So kind of the middle of the day in uh, North America. And I will be watching. So you're saying if by 122.01 they can't launch, then it's scrapped? Right. Yeah. Usually they, they aim for having a couple of hours of launch window, but there are, there are certain cases where they, the launch window is literally one second. It's like, they're going to do the countdown and if everything is good at zero, they will go. But if mm. it's not, then they will just scrub until the follow, either the following day or whatever the next opening is. Interesting. What's the and in all fairness, there was, there was a time where they wouldn't do that. Right. Like they felt immense pressure to just carry on. Sure. And I think that's how the challenger disaster happened. Yeah, because the the O-ring problem wasn't... It was noticed, but it they were just like, oh, well, we have to go because they need this. Yeah. The, the yeah the one-second launch window is, is usually, like with satellites or that kind of thing, they have to get to a certain specific point. And so the timing of launching, it only works out mm. once a day. Right. And yeah, that that's my understanding of that. That makes sense. Uh, before we go, also, I do want to point out, we, we released, Mike and I released a pilot of a new podcast yesterday, officially released. There's uh, no RSS for it. There's no RSS for it. And I explained in the episode why there's no RSS for it yet. And I I'm don't, working on it. I don't know how I'm supposed to put that into podcast addict. I agree. And I don't think you need to until the second episode comes out and that might not be, and this might end gonna, up being a monthly how show. How am I going to listen to the first episode? I know. Well, you can download the MP3 and put it in if oh, you want. How cumbersome. Well, Nick, your first mistake is using Podcast Addict. You should be using Pocket Casts. <laughs> I don't like Pocket Casts as much. Why? I feel like this might be just noob user, but I really like my, the ability to make and manually screw around with playlists on Podcast Addict. Like cues or like a playlist? Cues, yeah. Or yeah, well, so the full playlist. Like there's an up next queue for Pocket Cast, which you can set up. Maybe that's what you're talking about. I get it, Nick, but also I get it, Mike. <laughs> I don't Overcast. have anything against po- podcast. I just didn't have good success with it when I was using it. I didn't oh. like it, but I really like it. And change is intrinsically evil for most things. <laughs> so I'm just gonna carry on this way. <laughs> Fair enough. If only we could all use Overcast. But it is great, and you could use it. Like, I can't. You absolutely could. What's I'm not going to use a web browser version of no, it. No, well. I mean, you can just use your iPhone. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I know, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to, but you could. Overcast is a uh, just a different podcast. Yeah, it's an iOS only. It's arguably the best one from what I, I hear. It is very good. Um, so that's it for this week. I want to thank you guys for for coming back for another year. And thank everyone for listening. So you can head to unwindmedia.com slash future chat to uh, hear past episodes and see much more. You can also see the episode of future chat, the short episode I posted last week, um, giving my review that I did over the summer of the Samsung Galaxy Tab Pro S, the, the tablet laptop hybrid, uh, the Samsung made the Windows computer. Uh, which was interesting to review and I'm glad I finally got a chance over the holidays to actually finish the video and post the podcast. So go check that out if you're interested. 
and uh, see you next week. Bye. Ciao. Do you guys bake bread at all? Bake bread? Yeah. No. My mom did. I don't know if she still does, but I haven't seen it or ever done it. I'm having the damnedest time with Elton Brown's pseudo sourdough recipe. What about it? Um, so he gives a recipe for his need not sourdough, which it's it's a pretty standard bread recipe, but it, it doesn't add any sugar. And I like that about the recipe. Mm-hmm. But it also the recipe as it's written just does not work for me here in Calgary. Right. And part of that is that you need to adjust bake times for altitude because there's a lower ambient pressure and the water boils sooner here. So I guess if you bake the bread too fast, you end up with these giant gas bubbles and it's just not, it's not a good bread. And I think another problem I might be running into is that it's arid or it's a semi-arid climate. So especially in the winter, there's not a lot of moisture to go around. And so not being an expert level bread baker, I'm not sure how it's supposed to feel when it all comes together. So I'm sitting here and trying to, well, I was doing one variable at a time, but I keep changing too many at a time because I don't want to make that much bread. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I'm going gravimetrically for all the ingredients, well, the flour and the water, and I'm finding I have to use 0.6 ounces more to really get it to come together well. Hmm. And what else? Yeah, I also have to screw around with the oven temperatures and times. Right. But if you you have any suggestions, I'm, I'm all ears. The extent of my baking is cookies, cake, and there's this like Colombian corn flour patty that's called arepas and they're actually that really good sounds delicious Mike, we've delicious. all heard of arepas have you Come really yes. have you rob are you are you being sarcastic right now julia has started watching jane the virgin on netflix uh, and yeah. they they talk about it yeah. i have not heard of these so i am all ears mike yeah. tell me more about these delicious corn patties. they're like they're, pizza pockets but they're not like pizza pockets you think of Latin. empanadas and that's not the same thing they're kind of like pizza pockets. They're not at all like pizza pockets. <laughs> they're 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 more like cornbread, but in little discs that you fry. You're thinking of empanadas, Rob. I don't think I am. You are. All There's right. nothing. So anyway, point well, is is that that these that these things you don't Mike, bake. In fairness, in fairness, Rob watches a show where they talk about repas, and your wife is from Colum- Colombia. Colombia. What on earth does she know about Spanish cooking? Who knows? I'm not arguing with what she knows. I'm arguing with what Mike knows. So let's let's <laughs> let this be on the record that Maria has said that my arepas are better than the ones that she makes. So wow. let's yeah. So I think I know what I'm talking about, Rob. So okay, what I'm what I'm seeing here is the fact that in, on the show they were stuffed with stuff that made okay. them look more like a pizza pocket. Mm-hmm. But they do appear to be much so, more like, almost like pancakes. Yeah. So they are, there are variations where you stuff them. Like mm-hmm. we usually stuff them with cheese on the inside. So they're, they're very delicious, but you can also fill them with meat or, or whatever. But like there's, I still would never describe them as kind of like pizza pockets. Empanadas, you could argue they're kind of the Colombian variation of pizza pockets, but mm-hmm. that would be very insulting. What's really interesting <laughs> is that. So many cultures across the entire world 
have figured out that it's really good and really handy if you bake bread around some sort of delicious filling. Yeah. Yeah, everyone has like their own variation of like a dumpling. Mm-hmm. That I think that's kind of what yeah. people realize is every culture has some form of dumpling. Have you ever did I talk to you guys about the time I went to the Nigerian Calgary Association of Canada or whatever it was? Or no, no. Nigerian Canada Association of Calgary. Okay. And they made Nigerian meat pies. Oh my, that was a treat. (laughs) I would say that Americans did it best. They have optimized in the form of the pizza pocket. Have you ever had an Australian meat pie? I'm just kidding. It's probably the worst kind. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I any kind of bread that has meat or cheese or anything delicious stuffed inside it is the optimal food. Yeah. Rob, what's your cooking specialty? I'd like to know. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever heard of you cooking anything. I I don't know if I have a spe- like I have I have a very specific food tastes in that I just like the most plain kind of food possible. So I wouldn't say I necessarily have a specialty because I don't really cook that much. The food I eat is usually prepared as little as possible. But I do I do make a mean wrap, just like a tortilla with whatever you want inside of it. I can wrap that thing. <laughs> so good (laughs) i remember our grocery shopping trips and rob is absolutely telling the truth (laughs) did he did he make wraps for you nick no i wish (laughs) wasn't that level if we were if we got together we'd usually like go to a bar order pizza Mm there is a there was a time when i wasn't very good at wrapping wraps and i that is no longer the case i'm very good I'm I'm gonna be honest. I I'm not very good at wrapping wraps. They I don't always, know what it always, was that made me good, but I always punch holes now. in them, or they crack, or I overfill them, or I underfill them. It's just it's never right. Like nothing ever comes out the bottom of my wraps. Really? It, oh. It's, it's see good, but... when I make a wrap, I just know it's gonna be bad. So it's like, well, <laughs> I guess I'm making a wrap. The the worst kind of wrap I must say is a taco because it's not they don't even attempt to close the back the bottom. And who want, who would want that? Yeah, no, the best the best is to go burrito style. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, how is it that... Because when I'm doing it anyway, I notice... And I can't remember which way it is now. <laughs> I notice that if you get a slight angle, so it's opening towards you or opening away from you, it seals really well afterwards. And I can't right. remember what that right. is now. But burrito mm-hmm. style is absolutely the best way to go yep. in my experience. Yep. I do believe that it was McDonald's that taught me the best way to wrap a wrap. And that's the way I've gone with, and it's just been extremely successful. That does sound like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I, think uh, I think it's a technique that Ray Kroc passed down himself <laughs> yes. through the generations. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate to interrupt this conversation, but I'm super hungry now, and I feel like <laughs> this has gone on long enough. I need okay. to go and eat. <laughs> go make a wrap, Rob. Okay. I Do you guys have my, anything else to say, though? I my, honestly... Because... My ferment was up an hour or two ago, and I, I decided to postpone <laughs> it for future chatting, so I, <laughs> I could also go and prepare delicious, delicious pseudo-sourdough. Okay. I, I, I do want to say two things before we go. Nick, first of all, that name, uh, Need Not Sourdough, is amazing, and I don't think any... I truly appreciated it when you first said it. Um, That's like every one of Elton Brown's recipe names. Yeah, <laughs> they're, all, they're all great. Um, but the second thing is that I ordered Soylent 2.0, the cocoa, the new cocoa flavor, and I will have to report back next week because um, estimated shipping date is Monday and was not Friday like I hoped it would be. 
And so I will report back um, next week when I once I've tried it. Isn't it technically called cacao flavor? I think you can pronounce C-A-C-A-O cocoa if you are from English. Just like you can but pronounce yes. the the sauce with the rooster on the label as sriracha right if not you don't sriracha. care about how it's spelled yeah it sounds or like on wednesday or there's jalapeno. actually or have you noticed i've noticed like if you go to a small town you can tell that it's really small when you ask for chipotle and they'll say oh yeah i'll get you some chipotle <laughs> tzatziki <laughs> it's not where the l goes like you moved the l <laughs> uh yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of words like that for specifically in food for some reason and it's gotten worse because i think jack in the box has they have a thing where they get the guy saying no it's pronounced sriracha and i can't Mm. tell if they're making a joke or not right but then i called my mom and was talking to her about whatever sriracha i was using in something and she goes oh is it sriracha because i thought it was sriracha it's like (laughs) no it sounds like a southeast asian night Right. Rise, Sriracha. <laughs> I know, like, Opa for a while had an advertising thing for their raps, and they were called, like, Hero Raps. Right. Because it's actually how you pronounce the G Y R O. Yeah. It's like Hero. Giro. Hero. Gyro. Yeah. But they stopped the Hero Rap thing, so I'd still just say Gyro. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. I'll let you go I eat, th- Rob. I think that that settles it. And, Why did uh, you not have Soylent all ready to go? Well, no, I ate before. I oh, just, okay. I'm, I was saying that my I will try cacao tomorrow, and then I will report back next week. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Go eat, Rob. You're a growing boy. I really am. <laughs> <laughs>